0: Welcome to the Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher Podcast, where we discuss various dog training topics to help you become the best leader for your dog. Marvin Pierce has over 20 years of experience with obedience training for dogs located in the Sherwood, Oregon area. Offering private lessons and group clinics, the dog teacher has been able to change the lives of dog owners by helping them develop and maintain an obedient dog.
1: For more information, contact us at MarvinPierceDogTeacher.com. That's one of the problems that people get into it so much. They On Monday, they're like, they're decided they're going to train their dog, and it's going to heal all the time. And then Tuesday when they get up, they're like, I ain't got time today, I'm in a hurry, and they don't do it. And then Wednesday, they're pissed off because their dog won't heal. And it's like, geez, you didn't do it yesterday? <clears throat> so it's a consistent thing. And we still show people here time and time again when they come back with their dogs for here for boarding training, when they come back for a lesson with their dogs, that how well their dog will do for us. And then how bad it will do for the owner. But it's because it's lived that kind of life, you know, for six months or a year or 10 years, depending on how old the dog is. And our goal here is always to get the dogs to be good for the owners like they are for us. And at some people it takes a little longer than others, but we, as a general rule, I feel we win. I mean, I'm sure there's some people once in a while that. They don't come back or they don't like our program, which is fine with me. I mean, we get dogs from other trainers. They don't like their programs. It's whatever works for the people and their dog. I don't I don't know that the people always make the same choices I would make with the dogs, but I'm a huge believer in being able to take my dog anywhere off leash and they'll recall. Whether there's another dog coming at them or not, they come back to me when I ask them, or a cat or a chicken or a squirrel or a cow or whatever's going by. So. Uh, you got any subjects you want to talk about? No,
0: it's off my head. N-
1: nothing? And you brought your dog here at what, six months old or whatever?
0: About seven, yeah. Seven and
1: months. And she's done better. He? She. Yeah. She's done better. Doing better. <laughs> she's still not as a bold a dog, but oh, no. yesterday, whatever day it was, I had her out on the playground with some dogs and she got really crazy and ran and played for <laughs> a little while. And then she's like, no, nah, I'm going to go hide in the corner. I'm scared now. And she just. I don't know she kind of picks and chooses when and who she's gonna go play with to be silly but i feel that the more she's away from you the better it is for her a lot of times because she gets to go be with dogs and other people and it kind of builds her confidence up to to act like the other dogs and for me i'm constantly telling people whenever they do that with their dog they want to go to good dogs you know you don't go to dogs that are just honoring and get your dogs in trouble all the time And for me, we get some dogs that are really calm and quiet, we'll put them with a little bit of hyper dog, more hyper dog, so it'll build that dog up so they will get out there and try to play. So for me, you always just have to mix and match your dogs to, to put them with the right ones. Bianca, <clears throat> let's talk about attitudes and training. <laughs> Nobody's come up with nothing, right?
0: <laughs> Who's Cattle Ranch, no, this Cattle
1: is Ranch a... joined us? I was just curious. Who what? That. Cattle Ranch. Do you know who that is? Cattle oh. Ranch? Oh. Okay. I don't know there, but they just joined. what they do? They just joined. Oh, know, cool. <laughs> so for me, attitudes and training. That's one of our subjects has been here for the last week. Mm-hmm. And like me yesterday, even Suzanne bragged on me because the dog pissed on my boot with my foot in it. <laughs> and I didn't even get mad. I just like handed the leash to the owner and I went in the barn and soaked my boot and scrubbed <laughs> it really good and rinsed it off <laughs> went back to train. Me, that's a good attitude. Now 10 years ago, it would not have been that well, but now I thought I handled it really well. And for me, when you get in those situations, they're tough. I mean, but I didn't blame the dog. I blame that it's just the way he's been brought up, kinda, you know, he's been allowed to go pee on posts and stuff, and a lot of people do that. I'm not one of those people. If I walk my dog in town, he damn well better not go to the bathroom. <laughs> he waits till he gets home. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for him to go to bathroom in town. Now, I feel it's different if you live in town and if you live in an apartment where you don't have a backyard. Even me, when I lived in Newburg years ago, and I trained a dog, I had a backyard, and that's where my dog went to the bathroom. He didn't go to the bathroom in the front yard. He didn't go in the neighbor's yard, and he damn sure didn't go when he was on the walk.
0: That's what most dogs do, is go in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know what a poop
1: bag was back then, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I watched people train dogs, I don't know, for, for years. And I remember in Newburgh, when I lived in the same house, I had a neighbor that lived next to me. Because I remember they TP'd my house one time. Toilet papered it, you know, like I know door. what TP'd is. And the next morning, the neighbor see me out there cleaning it. She's like, I probably should come and help you. I'm like, why? She's like, well, I'm a school teacher. And the kids do this to me all the time. And I'm like... Really? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm got good. Got the
0: wrong house. Yeah, they got the wrong
1: house. And so I did it. And I said, by the way, since we're being so nice, you know, I said, do you know that every morning at like 6 o'clock, your neighbor across the street lets his dog come over and shit in your yard? Yeah. <laughs> and then he calls him back and go find it out. That's bad. She's like, really? I said, every, every morning, you just set your watch. He'll let his dog come across the street, shit in your yard, and he calls you by. And since she was being so nice about toilet paper, and I thought I would do that. So for me, when you go to training dogs, you can train them whatever, how you want. Yeah. That person trained that dog to go over into that neighbor's yard every day and go to the bathroom and come back home. It's like, and so here we get people that, I don't know, they can't, I shouldn't say can't, because a lot of people are not dog trainers, you know, and I don't right. know. This dog probably went to the bathroom in the neighbor's yard by accident. And he didn't go straight across. He went diagonal over one house. If he had went straight across, he'd have been in my house. So the people who lived there before me he probably discouraged the dog from coming in their yard. So the dog went to the next yard. And so when it comes to training for me, is, it is like we talked today with being consistent. Yeah. And as a general, rule, when we get a dog here like that Jack, he pulled on leash really bad. And I don't even know if you can make him pull on a leash with no, me. No, he's
0: really cool now.
1: And yeah. Levi is the same. Even Mariah was talking about Levi, how good he was tonight when she took him out. He didn't try to pull her on a leash. He didn't pee in the barn, as far as I know.
0: Or on her boot. Or on
1: her. <laughs> so he just, I mean, he's learned a lot in 24 hours he yeah. was here. But for me, it goes back to we never had those problems. We just stopped them before. You have they, no gray area with yeah, the dogs that come We there. just stopped yeah. it before anything yeah. was created, and it's a lot easier to train yeah. on a dog. And I understand on the owners, it's really hard for them because they've got to stop that bad behavior and replace it with a good behavior in the dog and in their own mind. Yeah. When you lose that confidence, it makes it a lot harder to, yeah. to fix it. Like yeah. you with some dogs here. Yeah. Rue. Yeah. Cash. Yeah. I mean, Cash has got a turd attitude right now. Yep. With both of us, yep. not and Mariah too, I guess. Yep. And I don't know if you look at the cl- calendar what day this is, but if it's like 13th <laughs> no, or 14th day, huh?
0: Yeah.
1: Then for me, that's they normally just have a little setback, and yep. they're like that's their last big rush to try to be bad. I think it is for cash. Yeah. Because here a while back, one of the dogs were just bad, and I'm like, holy crap! I don't even understand this dog. Ooh,
0: that's a good. Touch on attitude because sometimes, like Cash is my buddy, and I've worked with him a lot, and so I have to not take it personal when he gets an attitude.
1: And we can't, and yeah. that's the hard thing about it. He bit me yesterday. I mean, yeah. yesterday I got bit by Cash, who do not bite people, yeah. And then I got peed on by a dog that I don't know he peed on people or not, but he peed on me for no reason. Yeah. Well, he peed on me because my foot was standing still, yeah, and he was there, but. For me, I can't, like with Cash, I just laughed at him, Dave, and somebody's like, you need a Band-Aid? I'm like, no, I need a dog. Don't bite me no more. That's what I need. <laughs> and it's just, for him, he just got mad, yeah. you know? And then he, I wouldn't let my dog food. That's what it was over. He, he came got, in
0: uh, with that issue.
1: Huh? He came in with. Yeah. And I, I don't know, or yesterday, yeah. it was the day before. Yesterday, I guess, it was really brought to my attention. Suzanne hadn't seen me get bit for a couple of days, I guess, so she wanted to see me get bit. She's like, hey, let's work with Cat." <laughs> so like, oh, yeah. And he, I mean, he quit. He just, he settled down, you know, and I asked him to quit trying to get dog food. And it was my fault. I always take the blame when a dog bites me, but I reached over and touched him, and he just bit me. Yeah because he was so concentrating on getting that dog food that was laying in front of him. And I touched him, he just bit me. And he probably thought it was another dog trying to attack him to get to the dog food. I'm not sure what was going through his mind, except I know what through through his mouth, my thumb. (laughs) (laughs) But for me, even when he done it, it was almost like he looked at me like he was sorry. You know, he didn't mean to bite me. And I accept that because, like I said, I touched the dog when I probably shouldn't have yeah i should have got his attention before i touched him so it didn't startle him and me i always look at why did the dog bite me yeah like he got attitude with you today for looking at him or yeah something i don't know and he got attitude with mariah for trying to take his collar <laughs> yeah. off or something yeah and for me i go back to i don't know just here recently, a dog was on my nerves because he just went back quick and it was like yeah. shit. And then come to find out it was the 13th day he was here. Yeah. And the first week, these dogs are really honor you know? And then the second week, they try to be really good and they start really trying to learn hard and listen hard. And depending on how bad the dog is when they get here. But then about 13, 14 days, you can see that they just change. And if you just ride it through, like we did yeah. with Cash, yeah. I don't know what the days were. I'm, you're guessing there's right at two weeks. I think he's right at two weeks. But if you ride those days through for a couple of days, and I don't let them win, but I don't push the envelope either. I just try to keep everything smooth. And then they'll come out, and they're like, hey, I'm good now. I'm ready to go learn. And you
0: told all of us to have that same attitude, just have some patience with them right now. And, yeah, and just,
1: that's it. Just try to ride it out. Training and, on them. You know, you can't let them be bad, but yet yeah. you don't want to try to push them real hard at yeah. that time because they're just trying their hardest to, to go both ways. They're just, like, on the fence, and it's really slick, and they can follow either direction. Yeah. And our attitude is what decides a lot of times. Yeah. And me, I didn't get mad at him. I just laughed at him because it's just like, damn, that dog bit me for no reason. <laughs> and he had a reason because I startled him. That's well as what I'm going with. Yeah. So. I think
0: we lost internet. Oh, yeah, we lost internet.
1: So I'm sitting here talking to these two? <laughs> <laughs> for now, you are, yet. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I don't mind. So now <laughs> we can really. I'll, I'll uh, try to run it just based off of data or service, but I don't. Oh, cool. I don't think that'll be good. Yeah, we just lost it here on my computer and on my phone. Yeah, I think we lost it up there, too. I see a green light. Yeah. That don't mean go. It means done. <laughs> 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 Those are supposed to be blue, like four blue lights, I think. Okay. Shit. It's the storm, man. There ain't no storm. It was the storm Sunday, that was here.
0: So drive, just crashing into shit now.
1: Yeah. what well, it's got to be coming out of the air, so it's bad. <laughs> is all <clears throat> So we're off there? Yeah, we're off yeah. there
0: right now. It won't just, like, automatically go back on
1: while we're talking smack? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to be, like, on there talking...
0: Huh? I canceled it completely. I'll unplug the mic too, just in case. <laughs> yeah. It's all off there, so we're good.
1: So, for me, what are you going to do in life? Are you going to be a dog tech or something, vet tech?
0: um That's the plan as of right now. <laughs> I don't know.
1: They're crazy. It's my
0: senior year of college. I don't have any real decision making in me anymore. <laughs>
1: well, don't you need to make one someday? yeah (laughs)
0: that's the idea
1: i mean i was like i don't know 10 years old and i was like i had my whole life figured out and i did a cookie i did it for a little (laughs) while and then i changed my mind like y'all do when you go to college for 20 years and you change your mind every other day it's fun because like bailey and cody and them they every year lar stand them outside in front of the house with a chalkboard. their age and their grade or whatever this is what I'm going to be when I grow up and I think every year it changes you know and I I feel that people should really do that until they start going to college and paying thousands and thousands of dollars (laughs) maybe have a plan and we change it you know I mean you see people all the time that they go to college to be one and they turn out to be totally different career I
0: quit college twice because I didn't know what I wanted to do yeah,
1: I couldn't imagine. Well, they wouldn't let me go to college. They threw me out of school, so <laughs> I do doubt if a college it really took me unless I had a lot of money or something. Then I probably got in trouble and got thrown out of college too. But <clears throat> the thing is, for me, I never dreamed of being a dog trainer. <clears throat> I mean, it just was kind of—and I never dreamed of having a fence company either. It just kind of something that happened, you know. But the fence company, 20 years I built fence, 20, 21 years. And dogs, I've trained dogs for a little longer than that here at this house. And then for me, the thing is, with the Margaret Fierce dog teacher, I wanted to start it a long time before I did. And I had the name, I even bought the name, I don't know, several years before I started it. But I just didn't know for sure. I mean, it's a big decision to go from making a living and building a fence to how am I gonna eat training dogs? Cause it's really hard to train dogs and build fences every, every day. And so it just happened to work out. Just timing was right, and so I did it. And I talked Daria into working with me. If I wouldn't have got her to work with me, I probably wouldn't have done it just because it was so hard. For me, I couldn't just hire somebody on the street that didn't know me. I had to hire somebody that had confidence in me and my Uh ability to do it. She didn't have the confidence in my facility yeah. But she had the confidence in me, yeah. and that's ended up working out. And Now we kind of have both. We don't have her, but <laughs> we have the the business and me training dogs every day, and I don't have to build fence anymore. No I don't have to do anything now. I just train dogs, so it makes it a lot easier. And Bianca's the same. I mean, she does pretty good at training dogs now. And it's just, I don't know. I don't dread going to work. I mean, I go to work yeah. on days I don't even need to go to work. So, and one day y'all will be like, damn, I don't even want you to go to work. I want you just <laughs> to go somewhere else. <laughs> hey, Brett, why don't we do a, uh, what you would call it uh, a podcast? That's, he was through. doing that. Yeah. Huh? Just keep the
0: conversation going. We're still talking. Oh, are you recording? Yeah. We're oh,
1: still recording. shit. Well, you want to cut some of this dude out. <laughs> <laughs> He all, always
0: edits the podcast. You, know, you usually say we something don't want you to have a, a couple extra drinks <laughs> and be like, "Ah, oh,
1: we we'll just throw this in our line." Yeah.
0: Spotify will be like, "This Marvin guy, we gotta
1: look yeah, at it." <laughs> we need do some research on this guy. But no, for me, it is. It's really fun to to be able to train dogs for a living and and fix a lot of dogs and and help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, for us, is a lot of people like yourself. I feel that it's so different versus here, versus at the Newburgh Shelter, or at the Newburgh Vet, you know, with what you get to do, and the way we handle the dogs here, you know. Uh, we don't, as a general rule, we don't handle them like they do there, because there, they're always worried about them getting hurt, or getting in a fight, I'm guessing, or get loose, or whatever, you know.
0: Yeah. We're here, yeah.
1: we have a lot of security you know, knock on wood. If one gets loose in the kennels, they're still caught. caught. We've got sally ports everywhere. We've got double gates everywhere. And so they can't just get away. I mean, it's not very often One starts down the driveway. We've had a couple... But we it, had one, one time where Marvin was headed back up to the kennels and the dog was just
0: standing out there and it had dug out of the gate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was coming down the hill. The water, <laughs> it was not a good dog to be loose No, I'm like shit, luckily. Big Rottweiler. Yeah, luckily it's like, holy shit. And then we have one that jumped the fence and got out. A big dog too, a big scrappy. I wasn't here for no, that. Big jug-headed no. dog. That's what we built these kennels. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. He jumped out into the barn lot, and then he got out by where I usually park my car and come out and down through here, and I'm like, yeah. holy shit. And he come down, went down through the garden, was headed down the road, and I'm like, come here, man, come here, come <laughs> here, 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 come <laughs> man, come here. <laughs> and he finally just turned and started running by me, and I just, like, sh- roped him on the way by. I'm like, shit, I got him back to the kiln. And then I didn't know if he was going to eat me or not because he wasn't the best dog in town to have a hold of anyway, but it's like I had to catch him. So, yeah, it's bad when they get out. And then one got out and jumped the fence and ran up to the arena, and we caught up in our open arena. Kay was, I think that was her dog from the shelter. So And it didn't like water. If you get a water hose, out, did a jump fence. I don't know. <laughs> somebody must have tortured it with water. No kidding. Yeah, because it did yeah, not like it, it bailing at all. like that. I tried to break it from the habit, but it didn't. I never mm. got it done. So. So, Bianca... Um, Yes, We need to talk some good trash talking for our podcast. Some good trash talking. So, something fun. Like, you would scout being pissy at him at the the clinic over and wherever we were.
0: That wasn't the most pissy I've been with him. Well, no, but I I mean, you were pissy with him because he
1: got off the picnic table that you had him on all day. Yeah, I was. And yeah. it's really, I think, to avoid it, that you kind got let him off once in a while.
0: Well, and that was one of the things, too, where I realized in conversation I say things. And then when I'm in lessons, I'm like, all right, let's go. And I wave my dog over. And then he hears me say, all right. And he's like, that means I can get going.
1: <laughs> and it's just habit, you know. Yeah. I mean, like yep. you said. i got to change a lot of that stuff. Repetition habit. Yeah. yeah. And Bear, the other day, I left him on the, in the... Round pen again. I forgot about him. When I was doing a lesson with him yeah. and Marion and Roxy, and I left, and Suzanne or somebody, Carrie or somebody's like, "Hey, you want to get Bear?" And I'm like, "I gotta go," <laughs> and I'm like, "Just go get him." And I think it might been Carrie. She's like, "I don't know if he's oh, gonna yeah. come." Yeah. And I said, "Well, if he don't, he'll be there when I come back." Yeah. And so he came in the kennels and.
0: But he thought he was gonna be in trouble for getting off yeah. his box. Yeah.
1: And it is that tough with these dogs and. The thing, you know, like today in Newburgh, we was doing a walk thing and working with dogs, and I was talking about cattle dogs versus the obedient dog. And that's what got me into working with obedience so much is because of my cow dogs, people have seen them a lot. And I'd be out on a ranch or farm or whatever, or in Newburgh catching cattle, and people see my dogs, and they're like, man, I want my dog to act like that. And it's like, well, I feel anybody's dog can act like that. But it's really hard when you start teaching them to sit on the couch and sleep with you and eat treats every day, and they don't have to have no rules. Yeah. And yeah. you can do that, you know. Even me, and my cow dogs over the years. I talk to people about cow dogs or buying a pup, and they're like, "Well, you know, these are not family dogs or work dogs." I said, "Well, then it's not my kind of dog." Yeah. I mean, my cow dogs were family dogs. I yeah. mean, they would sleep on the couch with you in the bed with you if you allowed yeah. it. But they would go work until they died for you, too. It didn't matter. I mean, my dogs, they played with the grandkids, and the kids growing up around here and everything else. But, man, it's like Bear right now. He'll go hang with the best of them, but if you say, let's go get him," he's gone. Or you put electric collar on him. I know. He'll do backflips yeah. and cartwheels. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm raking. He heads work. for
0: the front door with me now. He's like, e color let's go. I'm like, yeah. no, buddy, we're just going to the woods. There's cows <laughs> out there. I'm
1: putting e collar on you. Yeah. And it's <laughs> just like, it's crazy for him because of the fact that that's what he lives to work. Yeah, he does. But he does yeah. so good at not doing it. Yeah. But if you put the e collar, like today I put the e collar on him, he was pissed because we went to round pen. Oh, he was mad. Yeah. yeah. And it's he like, was dude, really he mad. pissed in my round pin. Yeah. So and the, the lady e-collar. was like, is he
0: now, is he being good because he's got the e collar? She thought he was like being an angel, but he was sitting there like,
1: yeah, he was just, <laughs> so. <laughs> Why'd you put this damn collar on me if we're not going to work yeah. cattle? <laughs> uh, so it's just for him, it was just like, Major slap in the face because he had it to to and he didn't get go And Scout
0: likes to work so much now that he literally will not poop in the morning, because we go outside and he's like the car, let's go to work, let's go, Come on. <laughs> and he just will go back inside and go chew on a toy in his kennel or something. But we go out that door and he's like that way
1: <laughs> to the vehicle, and it makes a lot of difference for these dogs, and, and that's the hard thing for me, you know, like. The little, was it the little brown dog? Or no, it was Ivy, maybe. They said was so excited when they started getting here yeah. tonight with the lesson. Yeah. Because she knew she was coming up here to go work. She was also very excited to go home. Yeah, <laughs> they are. <laughs> yep. And that's the fun thing about the day dogs that come in here for day boarding to play. Yep. They're so excited to get here in the morning, and they're so excited to go home at night. Yep. And, and they don't even care if you leave them all night. Like yeah. Goofy, I don't care, oh. I'll see you tomorrow. And it's the same way with Hydra. Now she leaves her all night, and my so dog don't, don't care. She's just perfect. N- neither
0: day. does Aaron. Aaron's like, see ya.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> guy, she gets to go do whatever she wants to do, and her dog gets to hang out here and go out and play more. Yeah. So it's the best of both worlds. And then Goofy, they brought him up the other day because he was just driving them nuts because he hadn't been up for a few days.
0: That was fun today. Both Carrie and Aaron realized how much of a bad habit is that when you're standing there talking to let your dog be in front of you yeah. but then when you're training have them on your left side and how much more complicated it makes it for the dogs it is. that if they can just, just stand wherever yeah. until you're in training mode and then all of a sudden they're doing it wrong
1: and for me and I tell people constantly people talk about I want my dog to heal it's like first of all most people don't understand really what heal means in my world anyway and I'm right. no professional heel training guy right. but if I tell my dog to keep his ass by my left leg, that's where he needs to stay. Yeah. Or behind me. Yeah. My cow dogs, I never taught them to heal. I taught them to come behind, which they walked behind me, or they walked behind my fool, or my horse or whatever it was. But you can let that dog out there on a the leash 20 feet away on a retractable or a 50-foot lariat or whatever you want to do. But I think the bad part of for people, the bad thing is, is they start letting them dogs come up, sit in front of them. Yeah then the next five minutes, they're like really training on their dog and they don't want their dog to be there. And that's what I was talking about earlier yeah. when we were live on Facebook before the snow took our internet or whatever did it. Yeah. But if I don't tell my dog what to do and I have him on a leash, he knows what he cannot do. Right. He cannot yeah. lay on me. He yeah. cannot piss on my leg. He cannot sit in front of my feet. can't pull the leash. Yeah. 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 That's it. He can hang out. Yeah. And for me, if he's on my leash, the best thing for him to do is lay down there by my leg and take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. And, or sit and look around at the sky or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like today with uh, Doby and Hydra, they were watching that dog from across the field. Mm-hmm. And neither one of them got up. They yep. just sat there and watched that dog walk yep. all the way over by him and walk on down the street. And yeah. neither one of them moved. And they watched, and even I was talking— uh, one of them was talking about, should they be allowed to let Curry their dogs stare that. like that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, because did you just hear the car that went by? Your dogs both looked over there. Yeah. So yeah. they wasn't fixating on that dog that yeah. they were going to go kill him. Yeah. They just watched him to see if he's going to come over and say hi or whatever, you know. Yeah. And they may not even know he's a dog, actually, because he's a little Pomeranian black thing. They might have thought he was a raccoon ran by without strike. <laughs> <laughs> but they acknowledged the car that drove by. So it's not like they were not like today with Cash when he bit me yesterday. He didn't even know I was in the room because yeah. he was so fixed on his yeah. food bowl. And that's yeah. the difference between the dogs today looking at the dog yeah. versus Cash looking at the dog food. Yeah, And that's the thing. For me, people pick on their dogs sometimes. Yeah, They're like, they can't look over there. And then like getting dogs to look at you I mean, I see. I watch a lot of videos on treat trained dogs to stare at you. You know, they teach them watch me, watch <clears throat> me, watch yeah. me. It's and crazy. you can do that. I mean, yeah. and it does work. But I feel that I don't know. I've never been really excited about dogs staring at me. You know, I've and I never... think
0: a lot of that stuff that's different from your training is it's really just a band aid. Because you, like, let's say you have a reactive dog and you're like, watch me, watch me, watch me. And then you're distracted and then that band-aid gets ripped off and you don't really have a dog that knows how to behave without being repetitively given that command. Like the other day we saw a lady that had a dog that carried the ball around and it had all sorts of do not pets yada yada but it was like she had taught the dog to have a ball in its mouth well that's their pacifier that's what i mean it's like that works if they've got the ball but what if they drop the ball
1: and you see them do that i used when i lived in new and i was building fence a lot i'd see the dogs more in town now i don't go to town a lot but you'd see a dog carrying a bottle a plastic bottle all the time yeah and that's yeah. all it was because then they were focused on holding my bottle yep. and walking in a straight line. Yeah. And they didn't yep. even look. They didn't know nothing else there. But if you took that bottle out of their mouths, holy shit. Or if
0: they accidentally dropped yeah. it right when a dog yeah. was coming by, then you'd have it, a problem. It would
1: be bad. Yeah. And so for me, it works, you know, and that's what I tell people. It's whatever works for you. But a lot of these people will lock their dogs in the back room when they have company over. Yeah. If I go to someone's house and they say, well, I've got my pet bull or whatever, or chihuahua, (laughs) locked in the back room. Especially if they are chihuahua. I'm going to be like, well, you know what? I think I just got a phone call. I got to get on out of here. I'll leave. I'm not going to hang out if you got your dog locked in the back room because he's going to eat my ass. You know, it just doesn't work for me.
0: It's risky because the dog could still accidentally get out, and it's not really
1: fair to the dog. No, and Well, and somebody could open the door, you know. Yeah. and a bad thing for me not always not saying you can fix all them dogs but we've fixed a lot of them over the years you know and i feel that a lot of times people give up on their dogs because they've tried and tried and tried yeah. and they fed them you know we've had dogs for two i remember one week we had two different dogs came here and it's just for now it's like almost if you get one lab in today it seems like you get four or five labs yeah and if you get one rot waller you'll get four or five yeah. and the fence is the same way when i built fence I built one kind of fence, and it seemed like i get three or four or five jobs on the same kind, and then another brand of fence or whatever come in, the same thing. And <clears throat> with these dogs, the two of them came in the same week, and both people had literally fed them both five different kinds of treats, training them, and they got to where they didn't want none of the treats. They just were tired of them. And the people was like, well, not you know what else to do? And I said, well, we don't feed treats. And they're like, that's good. We're tired of buying treats. Yeah, we've had a lot of people yes. that come in and
0: say, but these the two people were working.
1: two in one week that had fed five kinds of treats to their dogs. Wow. It's like, holy shit. Maybe they watched the same video, I don't know. Maybe. And kept swapping treats yeah. until they got to five and they gave up. But maybe the magic number. But, and me, I don't knock people that treat train. I mean, do what you gotta do, you know? Yeah. One of the things that I wish I had a paper from you, I don't, but I'm not gonna pick on nobody but we got this dog that's coming in and I think it's bit a few people and maybe whipped a couple dogs or something and, but it got us a little diploma from obedience class. Petco. Oops. No, it wasn't even that. <laughs> it was a different one. But they have their certificate and they said it just barely graduated. But, we can't lie around no dogs. It just gets in trouble and it's, I don't know, it's got a dozen one issues, you know. But, it just barely graduated. Well, I was reading through the
0: Canine Good Citizen paperwork that they do through AKC. It's a title where you can get your dog the Canine Good Citizen title.
1: You can bite your left hand but not your right one? Pretty much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's definitely not really an extensive
1: You know, we started trying to make a certificate here for dogs mm-hmm. to be certified through Martin First Dog Teacher on whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like... My damn dog won't even pass my test, <laughs> and I've got pretty good dogs. <laughs> I mean, I'll take my dogs anywhere, but that's So I'm like, you know, do you do a half-ass test for, for him? You know, do you do level one? So we made a really simple level one, and there was like five of us here, and four dogs failed, and they were good. I mean, impot liquors wouldn't pull on a leash, they would stay. <laughs> they'd come to you when you call. They would walk by your leg. But they still didn't pass the test. So it's like, well, I don't know. Yeah, we lost there's, the internet. There's so many times. Yes, yeah, we're stuck. off Facebook Live. Hey, just unplug it and plug it back in. It may pop back but on. No, it
0: didn't work last time. Huh? It didn't
1: work last time. Oh, then leave it off out there. We're making a podcast, so we're just talking smack. <laughs> That's <funny>. But... <clears throat> For me, How with do dog training. podcast is gonna be gone. What? No, we don't need any. No, we just record the audio. Okay. For me, whenever it comes to certificates for dogs, and people. The bad part about the one that I'm doing is the
0: reason hey, we're Brett, doing eat dinner. it. The reason we're doing it is because oh, that's what you have to have to go into the nursing homes. So Tilly and Lincoln have to pass right. this. And I went online, and now I'm the one who passes them. <laughs> oh, you did? You made it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. So I, now I'll yeah, to... do the test with thing is... Tilly and Lee. So I should be certified well, to do the, the testing. You can do that too. Yeah. I paid $100. <laughs> <laughs> did you or did I?
1: I did. <laughs> But for me, I seen that fly through the email somewhere. I think it's fun to have favorite work on dogs. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It, it just makes fun. it fun. But it's I, it's silly to me though, 'cause it's called the canine good
0: citizen, but I'm like, this is not really decipher if a dog is actually because Rue can pass
1: it. <laughs> she's cool. Hey, she's a good dog. Yeah, I agree with you. I uh, I just think that for me, Leo can
0: pass it. Rio, Leo. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's, that's not, not good.
0: Apartment.
1: I thought you said Rio. But yeah, she could. Yeah, say. duh. But for me, I feel that.
0: Might want to pull it out. Pull
1: I was going to get certified different ways oh, no. to be able to. Uh, up a little bit, AKC's That's got a that. stock dog deal where no, if your no, dog's right interested more. in, I don't remember what they call That's it now, so you can get them certified. They didn't have to work; they just needed to want to work. Mm-hmm. A little more, same there difference. You go. So, Scout can pass that. Yeah. <laughs> and so for me, I was going to get certified to do that, and I don't know whatever happened whenever to do it, but. I was going to try to get certified and get different levels and different training. But for me, the, there's so much of it, as I feel, and I debate what the best of them over, is it's a lot of it comes down to an opinion. I think Bear is a great dog, and Roxy's a great dog, and Mars is a great dog. Other people could think they're not a great dog because of... I don't know, bear pissed on a post or whatever, you know, or Roxy will eat your fingers trying to get a treat from you. <laughs> I mean, there's, so it's all coming back to an opinion. They're all three great dogs. I mean, we use them every day in lessons and stuff, and they don't ever get in trouble in lessons.
0: No.
1: I mean, if we're out doing something else, they might get honor in whatever but they don't ever get in trouble to speak up no. and i feel that scouts are getting to be the same way and and Bodie too you know mm-hmm. we used Bodie yesterday in the lesson and for me it's fun and we use concho quite often yeah not Sully so much uh but only reason we don't use Sully is because josh will have a heart attack if something ever happened to him and kill us all probably but today, I was talking about using Concho in some lesson, and Mariah's like, you're going to have to get him sewed up if he gets hurt. <laughs> and I was like, no,
0: you're not using Scout. <laughs>
1: yeah. so for me, it's just a matter of, you know, I feel that Bear, Roxy, and Mari are our go-to dogs. They are. Because they're not my kids. I mean, they're my dogs, and I make a living using them, and I treat them really good. And they, yeah. I mean, they eat good, and they got a good place to sleep, and heat and air conditioning, and they go to the vets if they need to, and, and they get out a lot. Yeah. The thing is, for me, is I I go back to a person that lives in a a house, whether it's a ten dollar cardboard box or a million dollar mansion. They talk about their dog's activity in life versus mine, my dogs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If they let's say they leave at five thirty in the morning, and go to work, and they get home at five thirty or six o'clock in the evening, how much quality time does their dog get? Right versus my dogs I go to the kennels usually at 7 in the morning and most of the time I'm there at 7 at night I mean I take off an hour or two or whatever yeah. here or there but my dogs get out who knows how many numerous times a day Yeah. and Bear he gets to lay in the round pen with me on his perch and watch me t- do dog lessons and stuff and so I don't know what dog has the better life <clears throat> I don't know it, to me it doesn't matter as long as all the dogs are happy Right. And oh. the owners are happy. The owners are happy with the dogs, you know. And that's one of the things I think people don't understand. My dogs don't sit, lay around, just quivering, right, waiting to do something. Yeah, And they don't quiver. They don't even get off the bed when I walk by their kennel. No. I mean they don't care because yeah. they know if I want them I'll open the door and they'll come out if yeah. I want to say hi to them I'll say hi and they might get up and come over there they may not yeah. but the majority of people when they come home from work their dogs are doing backflips and cartwheels and tearing up shit yeah. and it's like so I don't know whenever I leave my dogs when I walk out of the kennel they're like I oh, don't they don't even wait by no. you know where a lot of these house dogs are flipping out when you go out of the house without them yeah. So I don't know. I mean, for me, like I said, it always so much of that stuff is just an opinion. Yeah. My opinion is I think my dog got a better life because yeah. they get to go out and romp through the woods and stuff. And not saying that this is nobody whose dogs don't. Right. Because I mean, you do what you do. A lot of people don't want to live out here in the country like I do, and I don't want to live in the city like they do. But now i see through the dog training that we do i see so many of the dogs who live in town now come up here on saturdays mm-hmm. set your dogs free The dogs get to go mm-hmm. romp and run and then when the creeks are up they get to swim and have mm-hmm. fun and play in the water holes and the snow and stuff so the, those dogs have the best of both worlds now mm-hmm. they get to live in the house and they get to come up here and play in the woods and a lot of these people now they take their dogs to the beach they take a yeah. hike and they do a lot of things with the dogs because they've trained the dogs to, they have confidence in the dog, and the yeah. dog has confidence in the owner. Yeah. So it makes a lot of fun for them. Has your dog changed a lot for you since you came here?
0: Yeah, it's been great for her. <laughs> yes, she has.
1: Now, the thing is, now you don't ever worry about her running off.
0: <laughs>
1: and she's does she get in trouble? Uh,
0: not really. Not yet. Not yet, that's true. Yeah.
1: She's starting that's to weird. get her confidence
0: up, though. She's working on it. She'll start. I can, you can
1: tell. Because she was a lot First more confident here at the end of her three weeks.
0: That was when we talked about how we were happy that she was starting to be a little bit of a turd because she yeah. was yeah. C- coming She's into herself. doing stuff. Yeah. And that's
1: a lot of the things yeah. that changed with the dogs, and I don't know what kind of life she had before you came here with her. Cause you, did you rescue her or did you get her as a puppy? I got
0: her as a puppy.
1: And so, so many of the breeds... I, not so many, but some of the breeds have a timid sides to them mm-hmm. sometimes, especially some of the border collie dogs, mm-hmm. and it makes it really bad. And now I've seen a lot of blue healers come in and it seems timid. Their tails oh, tucked wow. and they're worried, you know. Yeah. And I've never seen that with the healers. Normally they'll square up to you and bite you in the ass <laughs> and when you turn away from them.
0: Yeah.
1: But I've seen a lot more of the timid type healers coming in, and I don't know that somebody didn't breed a couple of timid healers and yeah. you start getting outside of the line and and I feel your dogs that way your dog's timid by breeding not by you yeah and so it's really hard to get those dogs out of it you know it's just yeah. hard I couldn't have a dog like that because if I sneeze or something I don't want to, have to go look for my dog <laughs> <laughs> and some of them are that bad I mean and your little dog was when she came here she was pretty bad but like we said by the end of three weeks she was starting to get in trouble yeah and we were just super excited about it because like hey like bianca said she's coming out of her show now yeah and now she's stuck in the middle now like i had her out last night when you were taking care of kennels and i took pack out and she like tried to go play and get in a little bit of trouble and then I think it was yesterday or the day before she was out in the field and with me in the playground, and she would run really crazy for a minute, and then she'd be like, no, don't beat me up. You know? and <laughs> so
0: accurate. Yes,
1: <laughs> and so she's just back and forth, which I don't know whether to play or whether to hide. And it's fun because she's trying to do something. She is, now. yeah. And a lot of times yeah. that's what it takes to get them out of yeah. there, and the owners have confidence, you know. I see you a lot more confident with her now, I feel, than you were the day I met you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you were really yeah. worried the day I met you about her, I think, and what she was going to do and what she wanted to do, and that she was scared of everything. And sometimes we make ourselves so worried that our dogs are worried all the time because we're worried all the time, and it just snowballs back and forth, and who knows which side it's <coughs> going to stop yeah. on. Where, like Brett with his dog, Rue, she tries to start shit. But only certain days, only certain times, and only certain dogs. <laughs> Depends and on what you had
0: for breakfast.
1: Yeah. And then they <laughs> changes daily. <laughs> but me, I never worry about that dog. Would I have her out? I don't even have e collars on her. Yep. Now I might because she's been such a nightmare to people. If I took her out, I might put E-collar on her because I'd be, like, traumatized that she's going to get in trouble. And <clears throat> I don't know why. She has her pack members, you know? She does. And now Tilly will be one of them? Someday.
0: (laughs) They will be fighting. Do they fight now? Uh, I don't really allow a lot of opportunity. Really? Yeah, she's, she's not a huge fan of her.
1: Your answer is no, though. They don't fight. Rue don't like Tilly? I don't really let Tilly around Rue much. See, that's fear of an owner, of her baby.
0: She has snapped at Tilly multiple times. Well, I bet Tilly has snapped at her multiple times. I, that's why I don't let him together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, for me, I don't know. It's just hard when it comes to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> we kept her up here for I don't even know how long How long time I thought <laughs> she was, used, thought month, she was like months. three weeks It was like two months was like, hey, I think It's been think. like two or three months I'm yeah. like, oh. yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind months. her She just one of the dogs in the yeah. I didn't.
0: It's amazing though This morning She jumped the fence because she was like Screw you Bianca I'm going with you guys And so I didn't have any color on her or anything She just went out there free range And all the dogs swarmed her, and she's like, I'll be nice today. Just get him away. <laughs> but yesterday, she was like, I'm going to kill him. <laughs>
1: That's what I said. She just kind of has her moody days. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even know. I don't know. I'm yeah. trying, trying, tried to figure out.
0: And, and I am, I'm, and I know this doesn't make it better, but I have fully accepted that I am a major part of the problem. I, but she's freaking I hard. i that I know. I didn't deny it. I'm just saying it's freaking hard. Because there's some days that she does fine. It's like, I'll do five things right, but I do one thing wrong. I breathe different. Because <laughs> it's cold.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's the coat you put on. Probably. She may not like the yeah. scarf or something. I like. changed my hair shampoo, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take much. Yep. And for me, it's just... You know, with my cow dogs, I whenever I work cow dogs, I mean, it's. I never allowed my dogs to fight. I mean, they've do- done some dog fighting out here. I've had dogs get sewn up from fighting my personal dogs. Yeah. But it's just a, a freak accident. Yeah. But I had a dog named Cross, and I had a dog named Slick, and they were litter mate brothers. Before they were eight weeks old, I had to separate them. And there was like 11 pups in the litter. And these two fought. I mean, they didn't argue. They wanted to kill one another, so I separated them. I couldn't get them to quit fighting, so I sold one of them to a guy in California. And I don't know. I ended up getting, buying the dog back like a year later because the guy wasn't getting along with him for some or whatever reason. I brought him, and he was a nice dog. He was a cow-eating machine. I brought him back, and when those two dogs seen one another, it was on. And they hadn't seen one another for like a year. <laughs> When I took them out to work, I had to keep them separated. And as long as they were working, they were good. But when my word for my dogs out will do means they had to quit and we're going to go to the truck or whatever, before I can tell them that would do, I had to have one of them in my hand wow. on a leash. Because if they were on a herd of cattle, If they were on opposite sides and I said that'd do, bam, they would go meet in the middle and I mean, it would be on, like sewed up fighting too, not like argue dogs. That's why I say all these dogs, they just argue. Every once in a while, there's
0: people that just don't like each other.
1: And these dogs, they were brothers, litter mate brothers, but they just hated one another. And I finally got rid of the one dog. Well, I ended up selling the other dog too later, but first stud dog. But it's just that way. They just hate one another. But roos don't have that issue. Yeah. She has buddies, but she just picks a random dog and she don't like it. Yeah,
0: it's and I like, mean, her buddies are her buddies. She's yeah. never even lifted a lip at him, ever.
1: But the other ones, yeah. she might love them. Yeah. But then she might hate him. It depends on if
0: it's Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah sometimes will be like, no, Rue and Zara don't get along. I'm like, that was yesterday. a yeah. <laughs> different day today. Yeah, yeah. Her and Kita got along great when Kita was here for board and train, and Mariah and I were laughing about it because we're like, Rue picked the other nervous one. Now Kita's not so nervous, and Rue doesn't like her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she
1: doesn't want to
0: like, take no, over the herd. You can't sit with us anymore. We <laughs> <laughs> can only yeah. be one messed up dog. No, never
1: <laughs> and it is. For me, with the dogs, that I think people, a lot of times people misunderstand dogs because of the fact that, like we told the lady today with the little puppy it was here for a lesson and Tilly scared it. And a lot of times that's when the people will take that puppy out. Right, right. And I told the lady that's why it's so important to leave the puppy in there. Yeah. And they end up playing together yeah. again. yep. And, and it
0: didn't take long because yeah, the people didn't
1: get it. Five involved. minutes or yeah. whatever, they were back yeah. to playing. But if you would have just took yeah. that pup out, yeah. it would have left traumatized because Tilly looked at it wrong yeah. or whatever, stole his toy or whatever happened. But they were both little puppies. <clears throat> and people will stop that right now and they be like, No, my yeah. dog can't get hurt. Yeah. And then it's traumatized for life. Yeah. And if you don't and then when you do try to bring it back. It might want to try to whip dogs because it's yeah. like, I don't want to beat up, and i got to get yeah. the first bite in. And that's yeah. whenever they start getting in trouble, and the people, it just keeps on snowballing. And then and before you know it, you got a traumatized five-year-old dog.
0: Yeah. And yesterday, Keita got her feelings hurt by Ruth, so she wanted to go back to the barn, and she had her feelings hurt, and I didn't baby her or anything. And then she went out with dogs, and she was over it. But if I would have babied her...
1: Yes, and that's what makes it so bad. And you... Yeah. And you, I don't see you doing I don't even no, see No, you, you handled
0: it fine yesterday. Oh, i her like, oh, care crap, him, you know? I got to go tell Eliana Rue was not nice to her dog. she's like, oh, cool, she's good.
1: <laughs> and that's what's <laughs> so...
0: Mean, she's not <laughs> she's yeah. Fine. Yeah. Exactly.
1: That's, your dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what's so hard on people with their dogs is they... Oh, yeah. Did I need this, My I don't need this on oh, you. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I'll turn it <laughs> off earlier. But it is, it's really hard for people... And I told some people yesterday, whatever it was, as bad as it is now in our world where kids get put in timeout, you know, and they get an iPad or an iPhone so they don't get their feelings hurt while they're in timeout. And I feel that as bad as that is, I feel there's so many people who would literally whip their child before they would discipline their dog. Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure. It's gotten that bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. I told somebody here recently, yeah. they need to go to Walmart and get them, my dog off the shelf and keep your dog. But when you're really, really needing to pet on your dog, yeah. I don't know, yeah. 50% of the time, get the little fluffy dog from Walmart <laughs> and <laughs> pet on it and leave the other dog laying in the floor yeah. for a while and let it rest. Yeah. And it's gotten that bad. It's bad. I never have. I mean... That girl
0: today, the, the roommate, <laughs> she had Roxy Mari Bear Scout... That was all of them, but like all of them, she was petting all of them at the same time, and they were all like, yeah, this is awesome, but she's like, oh, my God, I haven't been able to pet a dog in two weeks.
1: <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, you might get rid of your roommate before you take your dog home. You know, me, I would never have, I mean, there. I've wrote two books, I know you haven't read them, you probably don't know I wrote them. But I've written two books about <laughs> working cow dogs and getting in trouble with my dogs and catching a lot of cattle, too. But running over top of car vets with cattle, I didn't do it, the cow did. Running inside of houses, I mean, tearing down fences, getting bucked up horses, all kind of stuff. But being <coughs> uh, a friend of mine, and the stories in the book, he actually, I think he wrote his own little story and put it in there. And... We were riding horses back up on the mountain over here off Ball Peak Road, trying to catch some cattle, wild buck, or not wild, but bucket stock, and they were just rank. And we rode up, had a couple of my dogs there, and I always had a loop out, just in case we ran on one and my rope one, and we rode up by this property line, you know, you can see where the people's grass was and these forests, and we rode up there. And these people, I don't remember what it was, it seemed like it was a Rottweiler or something. And they come hauling ass, and they seen the dog, and they didn't stop the dog. And they come hauling ass at my dogs. And, man, I shook a loop, and I cracked a knot across his head. I mean, I rope-whipped that dog. And it, and it went back to the house, and the people didn't come out and say nothing. And we just turned around and rode off. But it's still yet. Yeah, I mean, I feel they couldn't have stopped that dog. It is probably a 100-pound, whatever, Rottweiler. And I knew it was going to kill my little 40, 50-pound cow dogs. And I just, instincts kicked in, and I rope-whipped shit out of it, and it went on back to the house. I didn't want no more me or my dogs <laughs> or my horse. But for me, that's protecting my dog, right. you know? And I feel that people protect their dogs from, like I tell people, I laugh about it all the time, but it's like when we get a dog here that's a rescue dog, people are like, oh, my God, this dog missed a meal one time. Mm-hmm. Well, I missed a meal a lot of times when I was a kid. Now I don't because I eat a lot of meals. Every day. Back then, I missed meals and never thought nothing about it. And I miss meals now here. I mean, the other day at the kennels, I started at like 7 that morning or whatever, and I never did eat until that night I ate dinner. Even Suzanne told me, you need to go eat. And I'm like, you know, I didn't really have time because we were busy. But I don't care. But people's dogs, hell no, they're like, we feed them three times a day why and they do you know and And so and it's
0: got two tablespoons of butter and three (laughs) tablespoons of rice and raw chicken and refrigerated
1: and for me it's whatever works for the dogs but normally I feel that when a dog goes for board and train they're not going to the Hilton we say that a lot yeah Yeah. they're coming here to be trained and reprogrammed a lot and I think sometimes if you take the 15 treats a day away and the extra pieces of raw chicken and steak and burger or whatever, steaks, yeah, I guess, whatever you feed them dogs. Sometimes take that away, and just put them back on their dog food and let their stomach get back in shape and let them get in a little bit of shape and get a better attitude and learn some manners and be with a pack of dogs. I'm always pushing the issue about trying to get your dogs with a pack of dogs so they can learn to be a good dog and then you can teach good dogs. It makes life a lot easier for them yeah. than it does if you're letting them sit there watching I don't know, Casper or whatever kids watch now on TV. Casper. These dogs. <laughs> I
0: think that was my, when I was a kid. I think that's was an old Joe Marvin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's that little dude that uh, Ranch Fanger watched all the time? It's on Channel 301 on DirecTV. <laughs> I know where it's at. I don't know. <laughs> but they watch it. I think the dogs watch it with them. You know? I mean, it's just crazy what dogs do now and what people let them do. And then, one day they wake up and they're like, hey, my dog's not good. And I was like, he's five years old. I started when he was eight weeks old. And now we just now got to where it snapped. And here recently, we got a dog dropped off, and I don't I'm surprised the people even stopped. I'm surprised they didn't just chunk him out the window <laughs> with a note on him. Yep. Just call me when he's trained. <laughs> I don't know. And and it is. I mean, some of the dogs are that on and You know, we get dogs here, and uh, we just talked to someone today at the park about it, and this is their last stop, or if we don't fix them, they don't get a Yeah. they got yeah. to put them down because yeah. they're just too much trouble. Yeah. And it's just sad when dogs get to that point because of the fact that I feel normally it could have been stopped a lot sooner, but at the same time, on the people's defense, I see some of these people have tried a lot of different trainers, and it just did not work.
0: And on the flip side, some of those people, once they've found us, then they do come here and then they know the dog needs to go to a different home, but they pay to fix it first yes. and then rehome it.
1: Yes. We've had that happen numerous yeah. times, too. Yeah. We kept one dog, I don't remember, 10, 12 weeks or whatever years ago, three years ago what it was, and I told a guy when he brought the dog here, I don't think the dog's going to work for you, and he was a cool dog, but he got in a fight with his other dog that he'd had for a long time. And he's like, well, whatever it is, let's just fix him and we'll rehome him. And so we did, and then he paid for, I don't know, three or four weeks of boarding train, and we just charged him some board money because we just kept the dog and trained on him anyway until we found a new home. And then I think the people that got the dog paid the last $500 on it that the guy owed because they were tickled to death to get him because they got a cool-ass pit bull. And everybody come out happy with it, you know? and. For me, it's just neat to see that that guy accepted the fact that he he rescued a dog, too. Uh, but he just seemed that it wasn't going to work for him and the way he lived. I mean, he worked a lot like myself, and his other dog rode around and struck with him a lot, and he just couldn't have two dogs riding, two pit bulls on the job site all the time. Mm-hmm. So for me, he done the right thing. You know, He didn't try to keep the dog and lock one dog up like a lot of people do and keep them separated. And, and we have people now that, I don't know, they get one fluffy out at a certain hour and put him up and get the other fluffy out at certain hour so the two fluffies can't be together. Yep. And that's yep. just not cool yep. either, you know? I mean, that's like having two kids.
0: And we have a dog coming in that they have to have double barriers in their house yeah, to keep their yeah. dogs apart, not because they can't be nose to nose at the gate. They have to have double gates. And yeah. they just have been living like that, not really having hope for fixing the dog.
1: Yeah, it's just hard, you know? But it's hard, like I said, <clears throat> for a lot of these people, they spend a lot of money mm-hmm. to try to fix these problems. Yeah, I
0: with them, they've been to multiple trainers yeah. and not had results. So and hopefully we can, you know. Yeah. I mean,
1: my goal is and I, my belief is that we can fix a dog. I worked with the dog once already, and you did. Did you see it? Were you here? I was there. Yeah. 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 And so I think the dog's it's fixable enough to be okay. Yeah. Now. I don't know how great a dog it's not will like be. you come
0: to set your dog free, dog, but.
1: Yeah, but you can walk down the street with it and not yeah. worry about trying to kill dogs. Yeah. And I, I feel, anyway, like I said, I don't know, only time will tell, but I just feel that it's, it's neat that they're willing to spend the money and the effort to try to fix yeah. the dog. Because there's a lot of people that just give up. Yeah. They're like, i get scared of my dog. Yeah. It's like, huh, okay. And then I go back to the fact that I feel that. A lot of the rescue dogs. Like, we've got a dog here now, Callie. She's, what, a year, year old, maybe? I think a little older than that. Year and a half? Yeah. A German Shepherd Lab. Nice dog. I mean, she's on her website and stuff. I like got I don't know, Facebook? Facebook. And then she's on Newburgh Animal Shelter's page. <clears throat> and she was a little bit crazy when she came here. Yeah. And now she's cool. I mean, she's like my buddy. She hangs out with me, runs around with me. She's on leash, off leash doesn't matter. And... Uh, she needs a home. They're wanting to adopt her out. And for me, I'm wanting to get her adopted out because they got another dog there. I got my eye on it. I'd like to try to check out yeah. to see if we want to bring it in. Because yeah. with the Newburgh Shelter, we bring a dog. It's supposed to be once a month for two weeks, but Callie's been here three or four weeks. I don't yeah. even know. But normally when we get them here, we just keep them until they find a new home. And uh, I think that Callie's going to make somebody a great dog, somebody that's got a little bit of energy, yeah. you know, that'll play ball with her or whatever take her for hikes or let her run or... Put her on treadmill, whatever. Get her some exercise. I think she'll make him a great dog. But, and I'm surprised she isn't gone.
0: Me too. I don't too. know
1: if it's, I don't know if it's the season or what. I don't even know why she's still here. But, so we need to bail. Yep. Y'all need to go let the dogs out. Yep. I'm gonna go prop my feet up. All right. And I'll see you, I guess, Friday. Yeah. Well, and, no, I'm coming in tomorrow because
0: that dog that ate my raincoat comes in. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher podcast. If you found this information helpful, we suggest following even more of our dog training tips and resources on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher.